You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking sideways. I don't understand. Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Well, hey there, and welcome to the show. This is Thinking Sideways, the podcast. I'm Steve, as always, joined by Devin. Hi. And Joe. Hello. And as always, we're going to go ahead and look into a strange story that's, well, we don't really know what the answer is. Mm, it's, I think we call those mysteries. That is one of the words that people use to describe it. Mm-hmm. Good call. Thanks. Mm, I yeah. knew we had her on the show for yeah. a reason. Because it's a word. I'm a, call I was it say, enigma. I'm a, I'm a human thesaurus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like enigma better. Enigma is pretty good. Enigma's, yeah. enigma's pretty freaking cool. Another good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's hop right in, shall we? Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, this story is a listener suggestion, and we've gotten a lot of suggestions from folks, and appreciate everybody sending those in. I know we haven't gotten to many of them. We're working through them as we can, but we definitely appreciate them. So big thanks to Jonathan, who sent us this one on Facebook. He, uh, It's a weird story, and it's really creepy, but I, I couldn't help myself. Well, and it's one of those ones as much as you hate to say it, is like it's really popular right now. It is. It's a really popular mystery. Mm-hmm. I hear it's super popular in China. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. 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 Well, what we're going to talk about, everybody, and, and probably the majority of you are already familiar with the story, is the death of Alyssa Lamb. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's just go ahead and we'll, uh, we'll start here, which Alyssa was 21 years old. She was Canadian. She was from Vancouver, British Columbia, and she was on vacation in California. She'd been traveling by herself. She had gone to L.A. I don't remember what stop, what city she stopped in first, but she made her way to L.A., and then eventually she was going to make her way on down to Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. mm. which is kind of a nice mm. vacation, you know, just hit kind of the, all the big spots in California. Mm. Sounds like a great trip to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While she was in L.A., Alyssa stayed at the Hotel Cecil, which is a low-rent hotel, which is on the edge of the uh, area that's known as Skid Row. Yeah. That's kind of near it. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, like... it's near it. I wouldn't say it's in Skid Row. And for anybody who doesn't know what Skid Row is, it's basically the part of town where you're down and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although, yeah, you know, if you go on Google Street View and actually look at the at the street that the hotel is on, it's, you know, and, and zoom around a little bit. I love driving around in Google Street View. Yeah. It's, not, yeah. it's actually not bad. It's downtown L.A. It's like, uh, you know, Skid Row is a few blocks away, but, you know, it was, it was a pretty decent neighborhood, I yeah. thought. You know? Yeah, it seemed okay. Yeah. Uh, well, while she was on her trip, she had been great about contacting her parents, you know, via email and phone every day. On January 31st, Alyssa didn't contact her parents, which was weird, and they never heard from her again. 
Uh, obviously, they were concerned. They raised alarm. They called the authorities. Uh, they got a hold of the L.A. police who got involved. The police went to the hotel. They questioned the staff. They brought in dogs to check everything out because she obviously wasn't in her room. They found nothing. They brought in dogs. This is like right after the reported disappearance. Uh, when they, it was a couple of days later that they mm-hmm. actually came to the hotel and brought dogs in. But yeah, and and I've some of the accounts that I've read say that the reason that the L.A. police got right on this is because she's technically from another country mm-hmm. so that's really bad press when you have someone who's mm-hmm. visiting your city from another country disappearing yeah, yeah. so they 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 kind of tried to pull out all the stops they really did what they could but they didn't come up with anything nothing mm. was found mm-hmm. yeah interesting so like i said that nobody ever heard from her again the the hotel staff said they had seen her but didn't really know when the last time they had seen her. So she's gone. A couple of days, or a day or so later, they released some footage, which we will link to on our website. And it's footage of her in the elevator of the hotel. And yeah, it's, it's creepy. Yeah. It's very creepy footage. Uh, she walks into the elevator. She pushes a bunch of buttons, she kind of stands in the back, she peeks out, she hides in the elevator. What what it's really reminiscent of to me is that, you know, you kind of hear it described or you read a description of it or whatever, and you think, well, that's not that weird. You know, she's pushing some buttons, she's like kind of hiding. But when you watch it, it's kind of like um, those really cheesy, like, Paranormal, paranormal activity. activity where like people are be doing human things but not in in um, like a really contrived human way yes like it's not a human controlling them that's mm. exactly right and it's really creepy yes yeah, her her movements are very erratic they're really jerky yeah i at first thought that when i first saw the video mm-hmm. and i and you know it's for my first time i thought she was goofing around yeah and then you start watching you realize she's mm-hmm. not playing around something else is happening at about the two minute mark she walks out of the elevator. She's barely visible in the camera. And she makes some kind of strange hand gestures for yeah. about 30 seconds to a minute. That And that's the part that really like got me. The way she moves her limbs during mm-hmm. that time is like, mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah. Well, you know, actually, to me, what it looks like is that there's somebody standing outside the elevator to the right of the elevator, mm-hmm. and she's talking to that person and gesturing to, to, to him. In, like, a really uncomfortable way. Well, and, and, and I could see some of that, but what I, what was weird to me is the way she was moving her arms and her hands almost in a rhythmic fashion. At, at one point, I, I kind of wondered if she was dancing. Mm. It had been talked about that she had been going to clubs and stuff, so maybe she was doing some dance she had seen. Mm-hmm. It. It almost had that feel to it. Obviously, that's not what she was doing. Right. Because of everything else. And when you put it all into context, mm-hmm. that's not it. But it, mm-hmm. it's it's really strange. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the strangest part. What's the that? whole time that she's doing this, she's pushed the button, she's hiding, she's poking her head out, she jumps out of the elevator, she's waving her arms around. Mm-hmm. The, the doors, doors close. never close. Yeah. Which is why I suspect there was somebody standing outside holding down the call button. Oh, you think so? Well, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, what else would cause them to stay open? 
I, so I, if there's somebody out there... Elevators malfunction all the time. Well, this elevator actually worked pretty well. I mean, once you got out of it and whoever was holding down the call button let it go, mm-hmm. then the elevator took off and did its thing, and it worked just fine. That's true, because yeah. the rest of the footage just showed the elevator going to the other floors. Exactly, And yeah. you see her before the doors close. She just walks away. I hate it. I hate... Mm. I'm like, I'm getting, like... You're good, getting like, creeped heebie-jeebies, out. like, just thinking about it, mm-hmm. because it's just... You know, again, it's just it looks like one of those cheesy things. Like if somebody was just like, "Hey, watch this video," I'd be like, "Wow, this is a horrible horror movie." Yeah. Like I'm unimpressed with yeah, this. Yeah, low budget horror movie. Yeah, it totally looks like one of those like paranormal activity sort of things, the Blair Witch Project, something. Mm-hmm. And then you put it in context of like this is a real girl having the, doing these things for real. Mm-hmm. Then it, she died because it's creepy. That's exactly it. That's the, this is the last. That footage is the last recording of her alive. Yeah, which is just it's yeah. uncomfortable. And this is where it gets even more uncomfortable for this story, which is for two weeks, residents at the hotel had noticed bad water pressure. That the water was quote unquote black, smelled funny. And had an odd sweet taste to it. Mm. On the 19th of February, which is... I'm sorry. I feel like we have to do a sidebar here. Yes. Of like, hey, this water's black. Better drink it to see what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? I know. I, I don't understand why nobody complained. That's. I think they did. In I... the early accounts, they there were people they did interviews where they were like, we lodged complaints. You know, that it, it started out tasting kind of funny, and you're just like, oh, well, maybe it's mm. nothing, and then, like, it smelled a little funny, and then it got, like, a worse. gross color, and it got really bad, and that people were kind of lodging complaints yeah. this yeah, whole time. One of, the, one of the things about it, is, about L.A., is the water there really tastes like crap. It's gross. It is bad. Yeah. It's and not it's good bad. to start and with. And so if you've got people, like, coming in from out of town, they're tourists, and they're saying, hey, the water tastes like crap, you're going to go, hey, you know, dude. Welcome to L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, So maybe that was it. No, maybe. But the 19th of February, they finally give in and the hotel sends a maintenance worker up to the roof to inspect the water tanks that are on the roof. And they they have four large water tanks up there. They are four foot across and eight foot tall. Mm -hmm. So they're they're pretty big. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he got up there trying to figure out what was causing the problem, he found the naked body of Alyssa in one of the tanks. Uh, yeah. Um, so he cleared it out and, and got everything cleaned up and they were on no, their way. No, <laughs> that's absolutely not what happened. Opposite. Uh, the exact opposite. Uh, this is where the story really hit the news is, you know, they had to send the, the fire department up there to cut open the tank and get her out. There was all this stuff about, was there, you know, bad biological particles in the water, which turns out all the chlorine was basically eliminating. Doing its yeah, job. Yeah, it was doing its doing job. Doing its job, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's still kind of gross when yeah. you think about it. But, um, but here's, here's the really weird thing. If you guys have seen, and if anybody, if you want to go look at the photos, they're all over the internet. If you look at the photos of the roof of the Hotel Cecil, it's not easy to get to those water tanks. Mm-hmm. You've you've got to kind of go up this uh, embankment's the wrong word, but there's a rise where the tanks are, and then there's no 
uh, ladders on the tanks. Plus, to get up there, you would have to go through an alarmed door that's locked and then unless a fire you went, escape. Uh, unless you went up the fire escape. I'm, I'm not sure if the alarm would go off if you got on the fire escape or not. I, well, it sounded like you had to do both. I, I, I can never get it straight, whereas you had to go through this alarm door and then go up a separate piece of fire escape to get up there. I can mm-hmm. never quite get clarity on it. I don't think so. I mean, if you look at the roof, there's that that little boxy sort of house-looking thing there next to the tanks, Mm -hmm. and there appears to be a door on that. So I'm I'm assuming the stairwell goes all the way up to the top there, Mm -hmm. and there's a doorway out, but that's the one that's got the alarm on it. Often places like that uh, will have, in order, so you have a ladder that you have to go up to like a door a gate, basically. Yeah, like a gate, and then you go through the gate, and there's that last little staircase, but the gate is alarmed often, Mm -hmm. and then that last door isn't alarmed. That I that's just that was my understanding of it. I yeah. guess in my mind that and, there was a something. And here's the, here's the thing: the hotel is obviously not going to put out diagrams of how to get up onto their roof because right. they don't want anybody yeah. up right. there. Yeah, exactly. It, it appears to me I've got some pictures of of the hotel and there's numerous fire escapes on it, and it doesn't look like they're gated off from the roof. It huh. looks to me like you could actually climb right up there. Like oh, like from the street. Uh, no, typically fire, for that from reason. From a room. Yeah. They, oh, from a room, yeah. Yeah, for that reason. I mean, they don't, they always have the extendable ladders, but sure. they obviously prevent bums from climbing up your fire escape and right, breaking right. windows and everything. But yeah, they, but it appears that she could have climbed up the fire escape and hmm. gotten up there without being detected. Well, it, okay, so she could but, have done that, but still getting into the tank well, is really difficult. Right, because the tanks yeah. are like on a platform, right? Right. Yeah. And then there's no ladder on the tanks, and then the lids of the tanks are like crazy heavy, right? Well, no, no, well, it's, uh, there's like ac- there's an access. The one she was in was there was a 16 inch access hatch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. which was just a square slide or flip open hatch. But we're gonna get into the hatch okay, okay. a little bit more. But, but sure. here's here's a couple of other things that. I I want to talk about before mm. we we get too far into that yeah. is that when they got her body out it showed no obvious signs of trauma and that's that's you know not including post-mortem trauma from bouncing around in a water tank sure. mm. and then there's the fact that the autopsy and the toxicology reports showed that she wasn't under the influence of drugs. She evidently wasn't, it doesn't sound like dead before she got in there because no harm seems to have been done to her prior to her entering the water tank. Yeah, and her lungs were filled with water, so... And, and did you find that for sure? Because I could never see anything. And then, and it, I've seen some stuff that said, was there water in her lungs? And they yeah. say... There was, said, there was water in her lungs, and so that led some people to say she drowned, but at the same time, the coroner said cause of death is unknown, which means that water can get into her lungs just from being in the water for a couple well, of weeks. And that was, that was the thing, and, is that, well, here's the, here's the official cause of death. Yeah. The official cause of death is, though they initially thought it was foul play, they changed it to accidental drowning with mental illness playing a significant role. Gosh, there are so many questions. Oh, I know. And that's exactly right. There's a ton of questions. And I had, when I started researching this, I I don't normally do this. Normally, I just kind of work my way through it and, and log everything. 
I read this story two or three times and wrote down about a dozen or two questions that I needed answered. And that's what we're going to go through. We're going to go through my questions this time. That's interesting because for me, when I read this story the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, no, she was on drugs. And then it was like, no, no toxicology. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, she was mentally ill. And then I like, but I couldn't let it go, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. so I... I just kept reading it, and the more I read, the more questions I had. It wasn't. It was. It's not one of those cases where I find out more information and I'm satisfied. Right. I just have more questions. Well, and, and yeah, it's and there's there's just so many stinking questions. Yeah, it's, it's 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 one of those frustrating things, like the uh, the woman in Norway who was murdered. Mm. You know, the only way, I mean, the Isdal woman. Yeah, I want to get away from the internet and actually just go to Norway and look at the police files, you know? Same with this. If we we could go look at the LA. I was on the coroner report. Yeah, there's one big question I have, which is is like, you know, the rumor rocketing around the internet is that her clothes were never found. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's true because. And we're going to get into that. Yeah. Again, these are things that I've gone through and I've, I've got my list. And we're gonna we're gonna check it twice, and we're just gonna go through all of these. Okay. Right. So the the first question that I wanted to know was, or based on this whole story and everything about the hotel and all the reports that we'd heard, is why did she stay at the hotel, Cecil? Yeah, good question. Yeah. Because okay. yeah, there's so many nicer places to stay in L.A. So They're so closer, nicer. so much closer to all the cool tourist attractions. Also cheaper, right? Yeah. There are cheaper places than the or hotel. Or equivalent. Cecil. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That it's not, I mean, you know, it's not like it's the cheapest. Mm-hmm. It's also not like it's the nicest for the price point. No. Right. I mean, you know, yeah. it's... I, obviously, she wasn't familiar with L.A. She just no. thought, mm-hmm. she thought downtown L.A., I'll be right in the heart of things. But yeah. L.A. is a city unlike most cities. And unlike almost any city. Yeah. Here's the thing, is that when you read some of the stuff on the hotel's website, they bill themselves as a European-style hotel that's great for travelers on a budget. Uh, uh. Have, have you noticed something about those guys, by the way? They changed their name. Who? The, the Hotel Cecil. Uh-uh. If you go out, if you do a Google on Hotel Cecil Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and a link will come up says hotelcecil.com, you click on that, and if you look at the URL, it says stayonmain.com, and you look at the logo there, it says Stay on Main Hotel. It's got the same address as the Hotel Cecil, but it says it's stayonmain.com. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Apparently, apparently they're tired of being, you know, branded as you know the place where people get murdered and stuff like that. Well, and I'm glad you bring that up because that hotel has quite a checkered past. Yeah. A little bit. All right. So let's run through this. Uh, so the hotel was built in the 1920s, and it was going to be this big, opulent, beautiful hotel, and it was immediately outdone by other hotels, plus the neighborhood it was in fell into hard times and the people that were uh, that were staying there weren't the nicest group there were robberies there were murders there were people who were uh this i believe was from the 40s to somewhere in the 60s or 70s it was notorious for people to go to and jump out the window so and commit suicide is there i guess i wonder while we're talking about this is there any record of her being kind of like a ghost hunter, like interested in any kind of like weirdness? Because this seems like the kind of place you would go and stay if you were interested in like places that had kind of sorted past. The things that I could pick up from her Tumblr page, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get that impression at okay. all. Because she did have a Tumblr website that mm-hmm. she updated constantly while she was on vacation and put up a lot of stuff, but I never saw anything. There's one famous example of uh, a woman by the name of Pauline 
Otten, mm-hmm. I believe is what her name is. She evidently uh, decided that she had had enough and was gonna was gonna end her own life and jumped out the window on October twelfth, nineteen sixty two. Unfortunately, she landed on Giorgiani, <laughs> killed them both. Uh, this is one of many suicides that are notorious. Uh, there's all mm. these people. A woman, I can't remember her name now, got into a fight with her husband. They obviously had drinking issues. She threw herself out the window. The hotel itself was, <laughs> this is the best part. Mm. Also had some really famous people stay at it. Mm. Uh, more likely infamous is probably the better word to okay, use. Okay, Because yeah. there's Richard Ramirez, who was known as the Night Stalker, uh, who raped and killed 13 women in 1985. Oh, my gosh. And Jack Underwerger, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Unterweger? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1991, stayed there as well. Uh, he also killed three prostitutes. Oh my gosh! So yeah, we we've got some really great people staying here. You know, did you ever, did you ever stop to think that maybe Elisa Lam was a serial killer? <gasps> no, we solved the mystery. Dun dun dun! Okay. dun. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> okay, it doesn't right. work that way. <sighs> uh, well, okay, so he, we've got all these bad vibes. Mm-hmm. Is a nice way to say it. Or bad energy. Bad energy yeah. from the hotel. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the theories that I got was that. The hotel is haunted by evil spirits. Just like The Shining. Uh, well, it's actually more like the movie Dark Water. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen the movie Dark Water, oh, no. this is a movie where a, a little girl drowns in the water tank on the top of the building, and then it infects the the, the, the water room supply. directly underneath it. Uh, it's a super creepy movie. And isn't the hotel in that? Called the Cecilia Hotel. Um, I think there's a character in the movie called Cecilia. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's a character. It's the daughter in the movie is oh, named Cecilia. But still. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a coincidence. Oh. I I logged this yeah. under coincidence. Yeah. But yep. Creepy. Creepy coincidence. coincidence. A little bit. Yeah. <sighs> so we've got that creepy fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun and games here, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So here's the next question. Why didn't they find her in the initial search? Mm. I mean, 
you've got yeah. dogs. Yeah. Why can't you find this girl? And it's only a couple of days. It's only a couple of days, so why couldn't mm-hmm. you find her trail? Uh, especially up on the roof. I can understand it, like in the lobby and the, in the corridors of the hotel where there's lots of other people walking around on the mm-hmm. roof. But, you know, one possible theory is that they, the search took place when? Uh, it would have been a couple of days later. So I think on the 31st, maybe, or the yeah. first of the, I'm guessing February 1st, because that's when they released the photo or yeah. the, the footage mm-hmm. from her, uh, being in the elevator. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe her body was not yet in the, uh, in the water tank at that time. Maybe, but at that time, it was really cold and windy out, which the way a dog's nose works is it follows what they call a scent cone. Mm-hmm. So you leave a trail of scent and it, it spreads out behind you. But if it's really windy, gets blown away, the scent is harder to pick up. Yeah, I could see that. And so that that's the reasoning that I've seen from a lot of sites or a lot of places that say why they didn't track her. They were on the roof. The police dogs were on the roof the first time they looked for her, and they didn't find her her path. Mm -hmm. Right. Which, again, leads to some questions of, well, did she walk? Was she carried? What's the deal? But, Mm -hmm. uh, again, I I don't know. Maybe she hadn't made it to the roof by that point in time. Yeah. Uh, You could be right. She might have been holed up somewhere else. But that's weird. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that right now. Okay, well, she's not in the water tank. That's weird that she's not in a room and she's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then somebody brings her back and, and coerces her or stuffs her into the water tank. That that's uh, a lot of work and very unusual. No, it's, yeah. no, I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, and, and wrestling somebody into a water tank and a roof would be a tricky thing to do, especially when it's a 16 inch hole and you're pushing them through and and trying not to, and you manage to do it without banging them up. Well, exactly. Because she wasn't all marked up. She would have, she would have been super marked up. Super marked up. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Or at least somewhat marked up. So I, I I don't know that. Yeah. That's weird. Next question. What is up with the elevator footage? What do you mean? Oh, like yeah. Th- what, what is going on there is, is what I'm saying. Because it's just, like we said before, it's so weird. And I it's so creepy to watch her movements and the way she's acting when mm-hmm. she's in there. Uh, and this is not nice. And I, I will say this up front, ladies and gentlemen. This was my first initial reaction when I fought, saw the footage when it first broke. This is before any of the reports came back. I think... I, I think you might I think have said I the did. same thing. I think I showed it to you, actually. Yeah, well, I yeah. thought, and I think I told you, it's like, uh, well. Said, oh, she's on drugs. She's on drugs. Uh-huh. That, that girl's high. Yeah. <clears throat> that's totally yeah. what's going on. I think that was actually, yeah. I think that's the exact yeah. conversation yeah. we yeah. had. Yeah, she um, uh, maybe was having a manic episode, too. Yeah, I. It's but it's just, it's so weird. And and then when we got the toxicology report back to say there's, there's nothing in her system, mm-hmm. there's no drugs, no alcohol, nothing that they can detect yeah. in her system. System. Yeah, which so obviously not high on drugs, but yeah. maybe having a manic episode. Yeah. Now, I know you, Joe, and I had, had briefly talked about this, is I still don't understand why the elevator doors never closed. Yeah. yeah. And you, you had a theory on that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, uh, I suspect that there was probably somebody standing outside in the corridor, out, out of view of the camera, mm-hmm. who was holding down the call button. Which would cause the doors to remain open. Oh. Uh, yeah, and you, you see when she when she pops out of the elevator, comes out of the elevator, and she's sort of talking and gesticulating. 
to, towards to the, right, the right side of the towards the, the right side of the elevator. It looks like she's talking to a person. And interestingly enough, you never see that person. He never so much as reaches his hand around to hold that door shut. Instead, he uses the button to do it, which leads me to believe he was, oh, if this person existed, right. was aware of the existence of that security camera. He or she, yeah. He or, he or she, she, yeah. And also, you know, interestingly also, there's no other security camera footage anywhere in that hotel. Apparently, mm-hmm. they only had security footage in this elevator. Right. Uh, and nowhere else. Which is kind of strange. You would think if they they would have more than one security camera. You were sure, yeah. Yeah, but I, apparently most places do. Yeah, yeah. I Last saw, hotel I stayed in, they were every you know fifty feet uh, or whatever yeah. in the ceiling. Yeah, I saw yet another whiff of an internet rumor, um, a quote from some guy who'd worked there as a security guard who said that that most of the security cameras just didn't work. And oh, they're yeah, for had, show. And he had a lot of yeah, he had some other scathing things to say about about security in the place. Oh, uh, but anyway, so the you know it it makes me wonder if there wasn't somebody else out there. Well, and, because you know, the, what else would have made those doors stay open? Well, And here's the thing I wondered about, is when you watch her get into the elevator the first time, and she bends over and she looks at the buttons, and she punches a bunch of, bunch of buttons at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she hit the, the door button to open the doors, which would delay them from closing. Mm. Uh-huh. And then she walks out of the elevator, and then she walks back in, and she does it again. It's... You know, but they they stay open for much longer than longer you than know, you would expect. Well, yeah, then yeah, you wouldn't. From, it from wouldn't that. be from just pushing that. But you know, the way those elevator, the like open door elevator buttons work is you hold them down. Mm-hmm. You don't just like push them and they like open for a set amount of time. You gotta hold them down. At least in my experience with elevators, right? True. You hold it, and I guess it's possible that she could have hit like the emergency button. You know, the emergency but, stop. Yeah, but that would, wouldn't that set up an alarm? Yeah, I was yeah say, that would set off an alarm. Uh, Here's the other thing: is whenever you see the photos of her, she's wearing glasses. Yeah, she has no glasses on mm-hmm. when she's in the elevator. Which, uh, and this became kind of a sticking point for me because it, when you watch the footage, she clearly bends over and gets her face really close to that panel, like mm-hmm. she's having a hard time seeing. So I almost wondered if when she was outside of the elevator and, and she's waving her hands, mm-hmm. I almost wonder if she can't really see where she is and she's in a weird method Mm-hmm. trying to feel around? I gotta be honest with you, all the pictures I've seen of her, yes, she's wearing glasses, but they don't look like they're, like, particularly thick. Not a strong It's not like she's literally bat-blind. Like, she, you know, I could be wrong, because you, you can't technically tell. Yeah. But it's not like she's got giant eyes or, like, bottle cap lenses. They just look like... Like a small prescription. Yeah, or like a you know, medium prescription, you know, that she would be able to find a wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she'd be able to see the buttons. You know, and and again, I, I, I I don't know. These are just, I've got to wonder if maybe that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Here's the, the next one. And I know we've, we've already briefly talked about this is how did she get on that roof? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. you guys have both said that it looks like it's possible that she could have got there via the fire escape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The door itself from the inside of the hotel, like I said before, was alarmed. Yeah. And there was no record of the alarm having been set or uh, set off, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which means that theoretically either she didn't go through that door or somebody with access 
went through the door yeah. mm-hmm. ahead of time or with her. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's 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 weird overall. I know we've talked about you know it's a it's a small opening to the water tank, right? Uh, so there's there's a couple of theories that I've come across, and I think some of these are just kind of. Occam's razor conjecture theories, if if that makes sense. It's, well, I guess it's got to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is that it was employee error. This theory sure. runs that she didn't set off the alarm because some hotel employee had gone through the door at some point before her and didn't rearm it. Now, this is... That's possible. This is... This is assuming that you arm and disarm it at the door and not somewhere else. So right. it's not like a keypad where you wave through and it lets you through and then you go back out. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, it is that and the door just didn't shut all the way. Right. Yeah, I guess this is like one of those instances where people in California, I hate to generalize, but like to smoke. And people in the service industry in particular, like, you know, people who Go up on the roof and have a cigarette. Yeah. Go up on the roof, have a cigarette. A lot of places, especially in a kind of place where like, your security cameras maybe don't work. You just unplug the alarm yeah, and mm-hmm. unlock the door, right? The door is still probably locked. Unlock yeah. the door, walk out. You know, maybe you have it, maybe it's night and you have it like propped open because there's no way to unlock it from the outside. Yeah. Who knows? And she sneaks out while you're out there. Yeah. For all we know, you yeah. know that, but I think it's, it's likely that it's one of those ones that you can just disconnect. It's, it's unlikely to me that it's so high tech that it's, yeah, it's probably not some crazy Full magnetic proof. lock. Yeah. It's probably a key lock. Yeah. But, well, uh, yeah, and it's like, uh, obviously, it can't be a magnetic key because then they would have a record of who opened that door. Yeah, that's a very good point. Thank you. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's saying that their system recognizes that, and it just doesn't recognize a fob Swipe. in general mm-hmm. to being yeah. swiped. Uh, but, you know, this theory, if we run with it, is saying that, okay, somebody went through and left the door open. And then realized their mistake and came back later and either A, just shut the door, mm-hmm. or B, went up there, found a pile of clothes on the roof, couldn't find anybody, took them, shut the door, and chucked them so they didn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I doubt that, though, because, I mean, I think that if you went up there, the, the, door, the doorway to the roof, the access door is on the opposite side. There's like a structure on the top there, and the water tanks are on one side of it, mm-hmm. and the doorway to the roof is on the other, the far side of that. I would think that if you went up there to close that door or just went up to smoke a cigarette or whatever, you probably wouldn't go looking for any, you know, look, searching the roof. You probably would just lock the door and go back to your work. Well, but what I'm saying is that if this person goes back and says, oops, oh, crud, I Mm -hmm. left this open or I Mm -hmm. found, oh, I didn't lock it when I, oh, let me just make sure nobody's up here before I shut the door on them and lock them up. That's entirely possible. Although if they found clothes, I don't don't know if they'd take them, but. Well, you (laughs) know, if, if you're on, uh, if you're not on good terms with your employer and you don't want to get in trouble, you might just sweep something under the rug. Maybe. I think uh, the, so. Uh, is it confirmed that they did not find your clothes? Well, that's that's something I, I can't get a handle on. I can't I, really get a definitive I, answer. I, I don't that. have an answer for that. Uh, and and we'll go ahead and we'll uh, we'll we'll just talk about that right now. She's found naked. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the water tank. Right. 
I don't find any official reports that say that they found her clothes. Mm. I've been on some forums where they've really hashed through a lot of this story, and people on those forums are saying that they found her clothes in the water tank, mm. but... Mm-hmm. It's never, I, I can never get it corroborated with an official report of any sure, kind, sure. which I, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing forums at all. But unfortunately, if I can't track down an official source, I can't say that that's really what happened. Sure. Yeah. And I guess, you know, we're talking that it may have been so windy that dogs could not pick up a scent mm-hmm. on the roof, right? So if she... Let's just say, for instance, if she was like, I'm going to go for a swim because she wasn't in her right mind Mm -hmm. and took all her clothes off and left them on top of the water tower and dove into the water tower, her clothes could have ostensibly blown away. Could have. Somebody could have found them in the street, you know. If she was having a manic episode, she could have torn her clothes off and just flung them over the side of the roof, too. Sure. Yeah. 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 No, or, or it's possible... Um, and this actually kind of runs into our next theory is if the water system is so stopped up, yeah, the clothes drifted into the, uh, the clothes the might outtakes. have been sucked into the system because if you see her in the footage, she looks like she's wearing basically some basketball shorts, a hoodie and oh, some flip flops. I made it for a skirt. Oh, well, I mean, but either yeah. way, whether it's shorts or a skirt, it's not a lot of material. Mm-hmm. So these things could have easily been pulled into the system. Maybe not the flip-flops, but I, again, I, yeah. I have no idea what has happened to her clothing yeah. at all. If they, yeah, if they found them in the tank, that would support the idea that she climbed in for, she fell in, climbed in, whatever, mm-hmm. was trying to pull herself back out. And I don't know if you guys have, have you guys ever gone swimming fully clothed? Yeah. Uh, no. I've, you, I've, you know I've, how hard it is? It's, yeah. yeah. It's really hard. It's like nigh impossible. Yeah. And it's like, so she's trying to pull herself up and out of the water and, and through that hole again mm-hmm. and, and realizing her clothes are, are really weighing her down. So she might have like taken them off mm-hmm. and maybe she was desperately trying to get back up and out of that hole. Right. Yeah. So, well, and that, yeah. that would make sense. But again, I, I don't know. I have no idea where her clothes are. Right. Yeah. Um, so let's... Uh, the the whole thing with her clothes though and and what happened to him do still lead to the second theory that I've got here or another theory which is from the same forum that I found the information about her um her clothes being in the water tank mm-hmm. these same places I've also found theories that said that she met with foul play from either an employee or a resident of the building who was in with the employees and knew how things work. Because the thing to remember is that there are people who permanently live in that hotel because mm-hmm. they rent rooms by the week. And so it's these people get their weekly I don't know, Medicaid or whatever support check it might be. And it's very cheap to live there. So I'm just going to live in this one room and they stay there. So it could be that somebody who lived there long term, which means they would know the ins and outs of the hotel could have been the one that lured her up to the roof Mm -hmm. and knew how to get through the door, get up there without setting the alarm off. Mm Mm-hmm. And then this is where things get a little hinky is then coerced her into the tank 
and then they hauled her clothes away. Mm-hmm. Somehow coerced her in. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. somehow coerced her. Coerced her or tricked her or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, this, <clears> is, this is the thing, is that if there's a second person, I don't understand how they talked her into getting into the water tank. Yeah, I don't get that either. So this is... I mean, it could have been, it could have been one of those things where, you know, hey, we're not supposed to be up here. Hey, I, somebody's coming. We better hide quick down that hatch. There's a... You guys have watched the newer Sherlock series, right? Yeah. You know, I have not. I hear it's good. Oh, yeah. it's fantastic. So there's yeah. a whole episode, it's called The Lady in Pink, yes. about a serial killer who gets his victims to take a poison capsule themselves mm-hmm. and kill themselves. So, I mean, you know, granted, that's a TV show and it's based on Sherlock. But people but can I be guess very it's convincing. Not, you know, especially if this girl's not totally in her right mind. Or under duress you know, in some way. of some kind. Or if she's running, right, maybe she thinks that's a great place to hide. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, uh, she doesn't realize that it's a water tank and that she's not going to be able to get that. back out. She may not realize if it's dark. She might not realize how far down the water is. Yeah. And she that's... might hang herself. You know, I mean, think about it. And, and I think Joe started this is that you get into a body of water, you get into a pool at like a swimming pool, and the mm-hmm. water is only three inches above the level, uh, or Below. the top is above the water. Yeah, it's not too hard to pull yourself out. You double that distance, and that's mm-hmm. six inches from the water to the platform. That's a little bit that's harder water. to pull. Now think about well, if it's a foot or two above your head. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also you know that if you have room to work with where you can sort of like lever yourself up and splay your elbows out and everything like that, you know, but yeah. she had this little tiny opening well, to get, to get know, out of. And let's think about the fact she's about my size. Actually, she was a little taller and a little skinnier than I am. Yeah. She's 115 pounds. I think five, five, two, four, five, four. Okay. Yeah. So that's like two inches taller than I am. And we don't need to talk about how much less than I am. <laughs> You're um, about four foot eight. I know I'm not, I know it's shocking, but you know, I am not in horrible shape, but I'm not in great shape. I couldn't pull myself out of something like that with just my upper body strength. Mm-hmm. No way. And looking at her and looking at pictures of her, even I think in like a life or death situation, there's only so much your body can do. Yeah. And I don't know that even if the water was, like if she could like get an arm hold or you know like any kind anything like that just using your upper your body. upper body strength mm-hmm. uh, yeah that'd be very but, hard mm-hmm. but and and the whole problem with this this theory too is that if that had been the way she went she found herself trapped in here and in, in, in the water and she couldn't get out they would have found damage to her fingers. She would have spent the rest yeah. of her the rest of her life before she drowned clawing at the sides of the of the tank that's true and, additionally i guess and, you think of mm-hmm. If they were doing a search, like two days after, like you could easily survive in there for two days. There, well, no, it depends. Yeah. It's, it was really cold, so that means the water is cold. How cold? Um, I'm gonna guess if if they Are call it cold, I'm gonna guess fifty degrees. Yeah, it gets yeah, yeah, and, yeah L.A. in January does get kind of chilly. So I don't. Yeah, I so it I don't know. Could easily be fifty degrees, maybe a little less with wind for, chill. You know, being two nights being in the. No, I mean, have you ever spent an extended amount of period, an extended period of time in water, and and notice how it starts to just suck out your yeah, body? Yeah, I your, guess that's true. It, yeah, your hypothermia would actually set in. Yeah, I, I, well, it's it, and I think I know where you're going with this, Devin, is mm-hmm. that you hear these 
stories of people who are in the ocean for days in freezing cold water and they somehow survive. But a lot of those people have something to hang on to to float. So they don't have to put out the energy to keep their head above water. Well, humans do float. For the most part. For the most part. But yeah, I mean, you know, I guess I think, I kind of think ostensibly, I guess, two days later, she could have still been alive. It's possible, but... hard people. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, uh, and here's the other hard part, and this is this is what's damning for the Los Angeles police, mm. is they were on the rough, mm-hmm. and I've heard reports that one of them looked, looked in the water tank and shut the lid. Hmm. Really? Didn't see anything. Now, the, I think it's the chief of the Los Angeles police said, listen... It's an eight foot deep tank mm-hmm. with a 16 inch hole. If it's full of water and there's a body on the bottom, it's very hard to see that. So I uh-huh. cannot fault anybody for not seeing that if I, that if she was there at that time. I, w- I would say that uh, if, any, if anything, you've got to give the guy credit for actually going up there and looking in the tank. I wouldn't have. Yeah, well, you those tanks was, are yeah. hard to get up into, right? Yeah. You hear. That is not a place. That, you know, actually. I mean, something has been made of that, that they're like, you know, eight, ten feet tall. There's And, and how, how did she get up there? Yeah, there's some but, talk about it, how hard it was for the firefighters to uh, get up there to get... Yeah, they had to cut uh, a hole in it. Well, here, well, yeah, in order to get her body out. But actually, in terms of getting up there, it wouldn't be that hard. Okay, so... Let me show you, let me show you a picture of the tanks on the roof. Do you right, see, do you right. See that? Yeah, we've do we've you, seen these photos. Do you mm-hmm. see that? Do you see the guardrail next to the tank? That mm-hmm. is true, next to one of the sets of tanks. Yeah, and that what, is the tank she's in. But you have to yeah. wonder what the distance between those. T- it doesn't look like it's like right next to it. Um, it's, it looks it's, like it's, it's a couple it's, feet. It's plausible that she could have stood on the rail, leaned over, and got a hold of it, grabbed it, and, and, her, and, and swung and, herself up. Yeah. Swung herself up. I I will I will agree with okay, Joe. It's fair. plausible that yeah. she could have. Gotten herself up there that way. Yeah, sure. yeah. I would, I would say. I'm the, not going to disagree with that. Yeah, I would say the distance from the top of that rail to the top of the tank is three or four feet at the most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's let's move on because there's there's more murder. No. There's more murder, more murder theories. Cool. Yes, and believe it or not, there are more murder theories, and this is where it gets a little farther fetched. Okay. Okay. So, like we said, she's a very small woman. Mm-hmm. But again, those photos that we looked at, it's nigh impossible to carry a body up into one of those tanks. It yeah. would be extremely difficult to do. So I say that because I don't put a lot of stock in our, the next couple of murder theories, but I'm not going to say that it's absolutely in, impossible, but it's a reach. Okay. Okay, so the the next one we've got is that there is a serial killer in Los Angeles right now, and that Alyssa was the first victim. Here's where this is coming from. About a month after she died, another young woman, college, 20, 21 college age, was found dead. And then a month later, another woman in her early 20s was found dead. The only thing that links these women is the fact that they were found drowned or on the beach near water. Mm-hmm. Huh. Water is the only thing that's a linking connection. But people have said that that's a link and that somebody is going around. And, well, of course, they couldn't recreate the water tank because that's a pretty random thing. But now th- this dude is just out there drowning women. Mm. 
the circumstances of each of these deaths are so different. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And now in the case of, in the case of these other two women, were they obviously murdered or they just actually did it? Uh, yeah, no, it was one of them was a prostitute uh-huh. uh, and it was obvious that she was murdered. And the other one, this woman washed up and then I couldn't find a whole lot of information on her after the fact. But if you wash up on the beach, generally you're not a swimmer who, you know, mm-hmm. couldn't make it back to shore. It's mm-hmm. so, not usually the case. So I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm, I think that there is a serial killer. I think we can say positively that he's an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, bad joke. Yeah, yeah that was bad. I should be a pro. Well, that, that eliminates like, uh, you know, 11 oh. out of 12 people. Yes. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. All right. The next theory, which this one goes even farther afield, is that uh, two weeks before Alyssa disappeared, she tweeted a link about a Canadian firm that had gotten funding from the Pentagon Mm -hmm. to pursue research for the U.S. military uh, in cloaking devices. Huh. That tweet has gotten people to say that somehow she knew too much about this program (laughs) and the cloaking device was real and the person that she was talking to in the elevator was wearing said cloaking device Mm -hmm. and either she could see them and the camera couldn't or she Ah. couldn't see them but knew they were there and they're the one that is responsible for her death. Okay, so in the defense of this... This is Harry Potter. Sure, but in the defense of this... It does look like trying to to evade someone Mm -hmm. in the beginning, and then she's talking to someone. You know, you were saying it kind of looked like she was just, like, playing around, but she was playing around in a way that people don't play around alone. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you don't hide and jump out if you think you're alone. You hide and jump out at your friend who's walking down the hall after you, Mm -hmm. or... You know, you are trying to evade someone, so you stand in the very corner of an elevator, so when they walk past, it looks like nobody's in there. You know, so in the defense of this, I'm not willing to say, oh, it's an invisibility cloak, but I am willing to say that the theory of somebody being there, which is what Joe said before, somebody being there, but but that's that's totally separate from this invisibility. I don't know. I kind of like invisibility cloak. Yeah, it's a great (laughs) idea, but. You're a huge fan of Harry Potter, I know. Yeah, here here is the thing. She tweeted a link to an article. She tweeted a link to an article. So, okay. So, apparently, she was the only person in the world who saw this article. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that's... that's You know, and so she had to be eliminated. I know, for Christ's sake. That's the absolute hard part. That's that's the absurdity of this theory. And and there's... there's And I'm not going to go through them both. There are other theories that a particular person killed her. Mm-hmm. I found this again, again on a lot of forum boards. Everybody talked about a particular person, and they all used a assigned code name for this guy. But I could never find out who it was, and I could never again find anything substantial other than these people batting around saying this guy. They, if I understood, it was this guy was a resident of the hotel. Hmm. But no name, no source, no nothing. So I, I, I can't, I can't follow down that path because sure. I just, I can't support it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you would expect that. Uh, I'm sure the LAPD could took a good hard look at all oh, the long term um, residents oh, of the hotel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so, a for, you know. uh, is foreign national the correct word to use? Yeah. Uh, 
you know, loses their life in a hotel in your city, you are going to put everybody in the rack yeah. and get every detail out Especially of an attractive young woman. Attractive young woman that is getting national publicity. Uh, international. 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 Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Before we get into what is the official version of everything, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a couple of things, or one other thing that I want to go through that still in my mind kind of stands out. Uh-huh. One or two, actually. One is I saw a timeline of her trip, and people had figured out uh, you know, when she had been in the prior city, when she had gotten to LA, uh, her last sighting by the hotel staff, and then, and when she was in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And there's a day difference between the date stamp, evidently, between the last day she was seen and the date stamp in the elevator footage. There's a difference of a day. So on the 31st of January, she doesn't call her parents. And then the footage is from February 1st of her in the elevator. So there's mm-hmm. a full day there that we don't know what's happened to her. Well, on February 1st, I mean, it could have been 1 in the 1 morning. It could have been you know? 1 in the morning. It could have been 11 o'clock at night. Um, I mean, I know, Joe, you said you found some stuff about her having been seen in the area. Yeah, the last, and I, you know, but somebody, people, she was reported to have been seen at a bookstore a few blocks away from the hotel mm-hmm. it's called the last bookstore but i don't have any it's not a confirmed thing so don't anybody go writing any books about it or anything like <laughs> that so the date is unsure this place uh, by the way is a little aside it's called the last bookstore so do google on last bookstore los angeles and look at some of the pictures because it's oh, a it's, it's a trippy place it's an <laughs> it's interesting bookstore yeah, i cool. gotta admit you showed me the photos yeah it's very cool and uh, and I went to their website also because, according to this report, she was spotted at the bookstore hanging out. She was apparently uh, talking a lot and and sort of accosting some of the customers and annoying people. Being which, erratic, I believe, is the yeah, the term. being a little erratic, um, and which supports the theory that she was having a manic episode. Uh, she was also reportedly buying books and records. I looked in their website, and, and this web, this bookstore does indeed sell records. Mm-hmm. Remember those mm-hmm. things, vinyl and yeah. all that stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very, uh, you know, apparently buying books. And when you think about it, you know that also supports the theory of a manic episode because what sensible person, when they're traveling, would buy heavy stuff, heavy stuff, and especially things like records. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, um, but anyway, this is the report that I heard. Yeah. And, so that that's the thing is that the the timeline there's big gaps in it which weirds me out and like I said before I still cannot find anything official that says was there water in her lungs when she died mm-hmm. now she was in a water tank for a couple of weeks so obviously yeah. there's water in her lungs when they pull her out of the tank yeah but I haven't seen anything that says well it's obviously she died from drowning, mm-hmm. other than the official cause. And, and ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, the official cause was accidental drowning with mental illness playing a, a, a leading factor in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Here's the piece of the puzzle that we've held back, and this is probably the, the worst piece of the puzzle, mm-hmm. and this is for her, which is that... Uh, she was severely bipolar. If not severely, she was I, I, severe is probably the wrong word. She's bipolar, which 
if you've read, if you go and you read her blog that she mm. had on Tumblr, she talks about her depression and she writes about it. And it really, you can tell that this woman has fallen into some pretty dark times at points, which makes me think that she's going to have equally as manic highs. Mm. Yeah. Her Instagram on like forums online has mm-hmm. been one of those things that people like really like to talk about right along with her tumblr you know it, she, she only died a year ago right so is her tumblr still active by the way it's not active but it's still up mm. so her instagram was last updated um a year and a couple of weeks ago so it wasn't like close to her death it was you know like a month before her death but her very last one is like this picture off of a rooftop and she's captioned it because it stops for no one time is constant and i must move with it mm-hmm. so i feel like <laughs> could be trying to be profound or it could be but you know i've kind of looked through these as such a creepy thing to admit about myself right that i've like looked through this dead girl's instagram yeah but like a lot of her stuff are like it's really depressive. It's mm. really downer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think that it's probably true that if she gets that down, she probably gets crazy up. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is, this, this is something that makes me really wonder about her family is that they had to have been aware of her condition. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And why they would let her take off solo on a trip like this yeah I mean, is a little mysterious to me well but, but joe it's it's not uncommon for folks that are in her situation medication is typically the standard answer yeah and maybe she stopped and taking her meds. i was gonna say yeah. how often have you heard stories of well they stopped taking their meds mm-hmm. yeah. and it could have been that she was having a good time because we're, some of the stuff she put up she was going out. She was having fun. She might have thought, well, I'm just having fun and I shouldn't take my meds while I'm drinking, so I'm not going to take my meds. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not this is not to say anything against Alyssa. This is just me making a theory. Mm-hmm. But it may have been, it Sorry. could be that she just decided to, for whatever reason, to skip a dose and skip another dose. And mm-hmm. then... She went on down the line, but I still, I don't, and this is the thing about the whole, this story is I don't understand what would prompt someone to decide to go skinny dipping in a water tank. On yeah. the rooftop That's of an L.A. hotel. In the winter. Well, and, and the whole thing is that she didn't go up there, obviously, with the intent of going skinny dipping because she undoubtedly was not even aware of the existence of these tanks. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. She, and, well, we don't know where her clothes are, so we don't know if she took a towel. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's the other thing is obvious. Her clothes must have been there because I can't imagine the LAPD just saying, "Oh, you know, here she's found nude. Her clothes are nowhere to be found." Up, oh, case closed. Because yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so her. I, I'm thinking her clothes had to be had to have been found. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. You know I don't know. There's, there's, yeah, that's the only way to find out is to, you know, look at the case file with the LAPD. Right, and which sure they're not, they're not to willing us. to just obviously yeah, share sure. with us. No, they probably they not. don't like us. Yeah. We, yeah. Have, we have a checkered past with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, here's, uh, th- that's really, those are the theories and those are the facts we have. I do also have one other random bit that the internet has had a field day with. As they do. As they tend to, which is that after her body was found, there was an outbreak of TB or tuberculosis in that area. And it was a evidently 
a very strong strain that was resistant to a lot of the drugs that are known to treat TB. Mm. So mm. they were testing for it. The test is called Lamelissa. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Which everybody went crazy on and said that there was some conspiracy theory. Okay, well, I, I, I'm going to put that to bed mm -hmm. because I know that anybody that's listening to this is going to go and look at some of the stuff and they're going to come across that and wonder. Uh, it's a very simple answer. The Part of the test uh, uses that, that looks for TB uses antibodies and a color change to identify the substance that is being tested, and that is Alyssa. Uh, the other part is a microbacterium-specific component that is part of a bacillus cell wall, and that's the lamb. This is the most technical we have ever been on this show. No, this no. is the most technical, and I skipped a bunch of big words. I know. I'm, oh, I watched you. <laughs> I thought, lipopolysaccharide. It's, that's a good one. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Joe can say all of them. Joe's our like resident pronunciator. Yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's our version of Mikey. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> one over here, this other one I'm not so sure about. Uh, that is... All the information now that we've gone through the TB link. Yeah, no, that's no all TV. the all of the facts and all the details that I've been able to wrangle up on the story of Alyssa Lam. And I mean, it's a sad story. No matter whether we figure it out, I know you'd love to figure this story out, Joe, and, mm -hmm. and answer the mystery. But regardless, yeah. it's a, it's a sad story, it and is. it's it's just even if we knew the answer, I have a feeling that all the other circumstances in it would just still make it stand out as as kind of a creeper. Well, uh, a little bit. But, you know, yeah. and I think the other thing about this is that it's really recent. Yeah. It's so new and we're so close to it. You know, we've got these other cases that are, you know, 50, 60 years old, and they, they have questions on them, but the, there are more facts, and they always come out, you know, a couple years after the fact. or And there's no video footage. And the video footage is yeah. probably what makes this one stand out the most. Yeah, yeah I think it's... there's just a lot of weird stuff, and I, I think I'm sad to say that I don't think that we'll ever have a good answer. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll ever be solved either. I think the... Um... I do think that it's highly possible there was another person involved. They might not necessarily have murdered her. But if they did, probably the best way to find that person if they're, if they're living in the hotel is to question the hotel staff and just ask, do any of your long-term residents, have you noticed that some of them have changed their behavior a little bit and started buying a lot of bottled water and bringing it mm. into the room? Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I guess yeah. my, my thing with this whole, whole thing is that like, I, have, I, have one, I have a female friend who you guys have met who uh, she travels the world alone all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that she talks about, there are a lot of people who do this. They just travel alone. Um, but you make friends on the road. And I think that it's unlikely to me that Alyssa ha was truly always alone. Mm-hmm. In this situation, you know, if you tr you're traveling, you befriend somebody, you befriend somebody, you know, you find a, a friend who's traveling, somebody who's staying at this like horrible hotel with you, you know, that you can like make fun of or whatever you, f you find companionship as, as human beings are want to do. Right. Of course. So, you know, I think it, whether it was just like a friend, they were just like playing around in the elevator and we like have horribly misinterpreted it because she ended up dead a couple hours later or 
you know, it was something sinister. Who knows? But I do agree, Joe. Mm. I know it's a super rare occurrence, but Joe and I agree. Yeah. There, I, there had to have been somebody else involved. It, it with the elevator incident, it's, it, it, it certainly appears it was somebody else there. Yeah, yeah. And again, the interesting thing for me is like that person, uh, that that person. Well, it might be this might just be sheer coincidence, but that person seemed to be aware of the existence of that security camera in the elevator. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Because sure. otherwise, I mean, if you want to hold an elevator, do you stand there holding the button or do you just put your hand on the door and hold the door back? Oh, that's the easy. Mm-hmm. That's the easy way to do it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I guess unless you were like messing with the person inside, right? Like she went in and pushed a button uh-huh. and you wanted to mess with her. So you just like yeah, held the stood button. and held the button yeah. like a little hidden from her. So she would like mm-hmm. jump out to like yeah, see what's going on and you would go, ah, uh-huh. and she would go, ah, oh my gosh, ah, that's so funny, right? Yeah, yeah, And then you would sit there and talk with your hands like moving a little bit and then you guys would walk off together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. But it stayed open for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, a, it's a four minute video. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, the version that's on YouTube is four minutes long. And yeah. If, it's, if that's been sped up a little bit, then it's six minutes or eight minutes. Whatever it is, it's an extended amount of time. Yeah. So... I don't know. I this this yeah, this, this no. is one I, I'm I'm doing my normal fallback of I don't want to make a decision yeah. because I can't see someone and this is in their rational mind getting into a water tank. But no, again, that's, that's insane, I don't know yeah. that she was in that state of mind. I guess mm. even in like a, it's not like um somebody who's bipolar is like has a break with reality, though, right? I mean, like, you have your manic and your depressive states, but it's not like you have totally disassociated. Well, to, but to generally... Part, yeah, well, you think no, it's a good idea to crawl into this right. water tank. Well, but, well yeah. I've, I've, I've known people who are bipolar, and when they're up, they're making bad decisions. You could equate it to a friend who drinks too much mm. and is having a good time and says, this is going to be an awesome idea and does something that is the worst idea in the world, but they are not thinking outside of that narrow tunnel vision of this is going to be rad. And then when they get there, oh no. Uh, I guess but, that's But fair. again, as Joe said, if that were the case... Her hands, you know, there there should have been some trauma to her hands. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. and that that actually brings me back to one terrible fact that I did read, which may be why we don't know this. Have you ever heard of the phrase degloving? Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. This is when a body in water, mm-hmm. the skin begins to release, and sh- her her she was degloved. Yeah, the skin on her arms and her hands had pulled away mm-hmm. on its own. So yeah, there may have been damage to the skin that we don't know about. Uh, yeah, and I'm sorry for grossing out Devin and anybody else so, at the very end of this show. You know, making everybody uncomfortable. And I really yeah. apologize for that. Yeah, but, yeah, but that I is think another fact that we need to consider. For mm-hmm. me, it's just that term. Like you could say, like. Her hands started to decompose off her body. That's not so upsetting to me. It's the fact that you call it degloving. That's just disgusting. Then, unfortunately, that's the that's the medical. Term. I know, and I just can't. Mm-hmm. I do call it that, yeah. Ugh. So, okay, my theory is that she befriended a guy who, unfortunately, happened to be a serial killer, and he took her up to there. He took her up there. They climbed to the top of the tank to look at the stars and the incredible view, and then he like smothered her with a pillow. 
and which is why there's no signs of you know any sort of marks on her body. So he smothers her with a pillow, and then she thought he was bringing the pillow up to sit on, you know, but he brought it up to murder her with. Uh, and then he strips her naked, throws her clothes over the side of the building, knowing that her body won't be found for a long time, and the clothes will be long gone by that time, and then just plunks her into the tank and mm. uh, jumps to the ground and goes on his way. Yeah, I, I, I do lean towards the official version that she probably put herself in the tank. Yeah. I but don't. It's it's inexplicable. It's inexplicable. Why perfect, somebody that's would do the that? Perfect way to say it, and I yeah. really appreciate that joke because yeah. that's the word I couldn't. It's inexplicable, and I'm I'm fifty percent behind that theory. But that's the that's the most I can be behind any theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. so. I mean, it's possible, but it's it's a it's a little hard to believe. Yeah. But yeah. It was Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, the invisibility cloak. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she was kind of a nerd. Again, this is stuff you find out about people when you stalk their, you know, whatever profiles after they've died. But, like, you know, she would tweet pictures of, like, <laughs> the Arthur Conan Doyle's room. And, like, it was closed, so she was super upset because she just wanted to go see, like, the Sherlock room. And, mm-hmm. like, she's kind of a nerd. She's at this bookstore. Uh-huh. You know, I, why, why couldn't it be Harry Potter? Yeah. Harry Potter hates nerds. He does. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. He hates this, this is this is the whole new series of books in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> oh, Harry boy. Potter's war on nerds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, all the links, uh, a bunch of the links for this particular episode, this particular story, will be on the website as usual. Website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. If you want to tell us something that you think about the show, you're welcome to comment on it directly on the website, or you can go ahead and send us an email. That email address is thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to find us and like us on Facebook. We, uh, we are there, of course, and we are also have all of our shows available for streaming on your phone or other mobile device that you might have on Stitcher. So you can listen to it all right there. And uh, of course, for this show that you're listening to right now, you probably got it off of iTunes, but if you're listening to it off of our website or Stitcher, feel free to go ahead and download it and subscribe to it via iTunes. It's always available right there. Uh, That having been said, really appreciate all of uh, the listeners sending us story ideas. I know we've gotten some feedback and some, some great comments and compliments, and thank you everybody for that. And we will try and work our way through the stories that you're sending us while we're looking at all the other ones that yeah. keep mm-hmm. piquing our interest. And also, uh, if you are the murderer, we want to hear from you. So send us an email and uh, just tell us what really happened. Uh, d- d- actually, no, I, d- I don't want that person. I, yeah. No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Not interested. No. Yeah. All keep right, it to well, yourself. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.